Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. If you missed anything on the JJ and Joanne show, catch up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at 1043WOMC or WOMC.com. Well, there's another JJ and Joanne poll on Facebook this morning, and it pertains to the age-old holiday question... Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? So, there's a comment already, one comment this morning, Joanne. You just put it up a couple of minutes ago, and the guy says, no, it's not a Christmas movie. Even Bruce Willis says it's not a Christmas movie. So, I did a little deep dive on it, and yeah, uh, he was on a red carpet somewhere back a couple of years ago where he spilled the beans that there will be another Die Hard with him at some point or other. He said it's underway. And then uh, later on, he says he he uh, said it was a movie that took place at Christmas time, but not a Christmas movie. If you want to watch a Christmas movie, you should be watching A Wonderful Life, is what he said. But I'm watching this video on ET Entertainment Television, and the two guys who are analyzing Bruce Willis say number one, he's a very difficult interview; he's a difficult person to talk to, and number two, he likes to troll people. Mm-hmm. So their takeaway Ooh. is. Because the producer of the film says, yes, it's a Christmas movie. Bruce Willis, trolling people, maybe, says no, that it's not an actual Christmas movie. So who knows? It's a Christmas heist movie because it happens during Christmas. You're at a Christmas party. Yes. Mm -hmm. John McClane's flying to a Christmas party. Santa Claus is in it. Santa Claus is there. And then a, a robbery happens. And it's and, and, and by the way, there's Christmas music yeah. that's played Absolutely. throughout the thing as well, right? I mean, you're kind of convincing me because I've been in the no, I've been in the no camp. It's like what, just because it's a Christmas party and just because it's that time, it's a Christmas movie. I don't know. I'm... He's going to visit his wife for the holidays. That's yes. the whole point, right? So I, I've always thought it was. But a is there a movie. Sa- okay? Here's the question: Is there a sappy ending? I don't remember how it ends. Is there oh. a sappy ending? Did they all end up yes. happy at the end? Remember him and his well, wife yeah. and they hug yeah, and the Christmas and music is playing and the, the snow is falling, right? And yes. uh, yeah, uh, what's Kay. his name? Um, the cop. The cop, the dad from uh, Family Matter. What the hell is his name? I can't remember it now. Anyway, he gets redemption by firing his gun again and killing the guy that tries right. to kill them at the end. 
All right. Because, see, However, I watched two Christmas movies yesterday, and they've got to have a sappy ending. So if they do, and the Christmas music's playing, the snow's falling, and the kissing, there's love, snow, and redemption. That's there you right. go. That's all you need. Makings of a Hallmark <laughs> Christmas movie. There's no doubt about it. And, but However, a recent poll suggested that 51% of people say it's not. 39% says... Say it is. It is, yeah. I think it is. I just retweeted that it is. 248-399-1043. You want to weigh in, you can, or Facebook, facebook.com slash 1043-WOMC. But here's my proof. There's a promo for the movie. It's that time of year to celebrate the season with the greatest Christmas movie of all time. It's a diehard Christmas. Wreck the halls of Nakatomi Plaza. Yippee Kaye! Yippee Kaye! <laughs> Bring your family to the coast. Get together. Have a few laughs with a diehard Christmas. All the bad guys will be destroyed by a wise cracking barefoot cowboy. John McClane is coming to town. What better way to share the joy of the season than watching Bruce Willis annihilate Christmas terrorists? You're a mean one, Mr. Gruber. <laughs> a formidable foe. You ruined the office party, and you really have to go, Mr. Gruber. Why don't you take a walk out, eh? Thirteenth floor window. You know, <laughs> diehard Christmas. This is why I miss Alan Rickman so much, because Hans Gruber was one of the best villains Absolutely. in the movie ever. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I agree. So there you go. There's our proof positive, ladies and gentlemen. And to that I say... Yippee Kaye. <laughs> JJ and Joanne Show. Jason Rathel. Wednesday morning at Detroit's greatest hits. We are just nine days away from Christmas. The Motor City is listening to JJ and Joanne Mornings. 104.3 WOMC. The war on Christmas rages on as a new poll shows most Americans do not consider Die Hard to be a Christmas movie. What? Now they're taking Christmas out of Die Hard? Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It's a holiday movie. Stop canceling our traditions. Nakatomi Plaza was attacked during a Christmas party. John McClane stood for all Americans, whether you celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. First it was the Starbucks Cups. Now it's Hans Gruber. Why can't it be a Festivus movie? Well, I'll just say yippee-ki-yay, Merry Christmas. It seems this debate will never end. Make sure to post your take online and block anyone who disagrees. <laughs> so 2020. I just put a meme up on my Facebook that says, it's not Christmas until I see Hans Gruber falling from the Nakatomi yes. Plaza. Exactly. <laughs> James Stannard disagrees, though. He said if Die Hard is, then Harry Potter, Edward Scissorhands. Yep. yep. Batman Returns and Gremlins are. They're all movies that take place at Christmas time, but not Christmas movies. Now, I always LOL. said the first the first Harry Potter movie was a Christmas movie. Everything took place around Christmas, and Gremlins is definitely a Christmas movie. Hello. I mean, hello. Yes. It's a okay, good, good Christmas movie. Home if Alone? Die Hard, yeah, if Die Hard is not a Christmas movie, then neither is Home Alone. Boom. Ooh. All right, that's what you're. And I think there's pretty much agreement I, I, that Home Alone is a Christmas movie. Is a Absolutely, Christmas movie. yeah. Correct. No, I agree with that. Yeah, that's Same true because category. it was around Christmas. And I, okay, uh, Joe O'Neill on my Facebook page says Die Hard is more of a Christmas movie than Frozen. 
Uh-oh. That may be oh, I didn't know. I didn't think Frozen, Frozen was so. a Christmas yeah, movie. I didn't either. Is there it's a, a tree or music anywhere? Frozen takes movie. place. It starts off in the summer, but then Elsa turns it into the winter. The winter, yeah. Yeah, it's hmm. not. It's not a. Yeah, I would never say Frozen's a Christmas movie. Discard that Winston, one, Joanne. Block him. Right, block that guy right now. Block him. <laughs> I disagree with you. You're blocked. Winston says it is a Christmas movie because he says yo 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 in the film. Do you think he means ho ho ho? I don't yes. know. <laughs> being funny. That's all. Weigh in if you like on our Facebook page. JJ and Joanne on Detroit's Greatest Hits. Good morning, Detroit. JJ and Joanne. Mornings. 104.3 WOMC. Okay, this is uh, this is like uh, life imitating art. <laughs> the raccoon and the Clark Griswold family Christmas tree. We all know that story, right? <laughs> yes. It jumps on the aunt's face. What's her name, aunt? What? I should know this. That was Clark's every... mom. Whose face it oh. jumped on? Yeah. Well, oh, no, yeah, that you're... Jumped... you're... The face that it jumped You're on right. was his neighbor's, Julia Louise Dreyfus, when he opened oh the door. Right. And, then, opened the front and then the dog Snot ran after her and jumped on <laughs> yes. her. But it landed on his mom's back. And I can't remember her name right now for the life of me. Um, but it was hysterical. I God, I either. love That's one of the best scenes. It ever. is. Snot the it's dog. a great I mean, movie. Yeah. It was awesome. Is, is there Clark. a better name than Snot the dog? <laughs> Not the, well, snot. no, especially for that dog. <laughs> I know. Hey, listen, we if digress. he gets a hold of your leg, just... Let him finish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at that, Clark. Oh, man. Oh. Ever seen a set like that before? <laughs> Get back to the raccoon. All right. All right, sorry. So what happened to this poor woman? So, all right. Well, you remember the owl in the Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center, too, right? right? Yes. So more oh, yeah. It's like live Christmas ornaments this year are a thing. But it's 2020, <laughs> so I, I guess it's not that bad after all. So here's this Florida woman. All of a sudden, at 4.15, she wakes up to the sound of her dog growling. The dog's name is Freedom. (laughs) And she gets up to find out what the dog's growling at. Turns out that they have a doggy door in their house, and a raccoon came in the doggy door and started climbing up the Christmas tree. Oh, no. (laughs) And the dog treed the raccoon where he was growling at it, and then the raccoon leaps tries to run away, the dog chases it through the house, just like <laughs> Snot the dog in the in the Christmas Vacation movie. And finally, the thing jumps on the chandelier and was swinging around on the <laughs> chandelier for a half hour. For a half hour while this dog's going crazy. And remember, this is 5 o'clock in the morning. 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, guys. Yeah. Finally, uh, she got a broom and shooed the thing out of the house, but holy cow. But I I think, is there audio from this woman? Yep. No, it's not a cat. What is that? Is that a squirrel? Oh, it's a raccoon. No! (laughs) These are all the ornaments that made it. There's my beautiful tree. There's the raccoon. Again, I I don't know what I was thinking. I let the dog back out. The dog pulled the raccoon from the Christmas tree. The Christmas tree came down with the raccoon. She sleeps right there in front of it. I've never had an animal in seven years come through that door. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I know I took 30 minutes now, though. She was videoing the whole thing. You heard her. That first part was her. She's finding her phone. She's running into a video. You do it for the gram, right? Or you do it for TikTok. Otherwise, it didn't happen. Yeah. (laughs) Very true. I don't know, but uh, all of a sudden, my little tinsel seems boring. 
I got to up my <laughs> Christmas my tree tinsel. decorating game, apparently. <laughs> I got a similar story about a guy I ran into yesterday in the hood of his car. When do you hear this? Uh -oh. I'll tell you next. JJ and Joanne Mornings, Detroit's Greatest Hits, 104.3 WOMC. Yesterday must have been uh, some kind of a deadline for getting packages shipped out because uh, I had one to send to my sister in South Carolina, a small package. So I go to my neighborhood UPS store, and I had to wait in line for about 40 minutes outside the store. Mm. Yes, because they're trying to keep everyone distanced, right? So they're already, of course, the line yeah. extends and, longer and... and when people are sending packages, it's generally not bing, bang, boom. There's usually yes. a discussion. It takes a little time to get the job done, right? So it took yeah. a little while. But the point is, I'm done, ready to leave. I pull out, and there's a guy in a Chevy Colorado pickup truck with his hood up. So it's like a newer vehicle. And so I had to turn by him, and I rolled my window down, and I said, uh, do you need any help? And he said, no, no. He said, I, uh, I, uh, I smelled something like smoke or something burning coming from under my hood. I'm like, oh, okay, uh -oh. that's not good. Yeah. No. So he, uh, he's he got the hood up, and all of a sudden he reaches in and he pulls out a big pine cone. And I mean a big pine cone. I said, what the hell is a pine cone doing in your engine compartment? <laughs> and then he pulls out eight more of them. Eight? Oh. Uh, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, why What's do you have on? eight pine cones? And he goes, chipmunk. Chipmunks oh, are yeah. dragging pine cones into the hood of my vehicle. Yeah. And he said, so I've been pulling these out for days. It's just, it happens every day, and I can't get rid of the thing. Well, they want and to go to place someplace warm. They, warm. That's exactly yes. it. They escape in your, so, they're in your garage or the on the driveway. Thing. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I've heard of cats doing that. I don't never heard of a chipmunk doing it. Yeah, I have chipmunk squirrels. They, they'll get in he, there for warmth. So he keeps, I'm sitting there, he's like, it's like clowns coming out of a clown car. He keeps pulling <laughs> out these pine cones. And then he comes up, he says, well, I know it's chipmunks because of this big nut. And he pulls out a half-eaten shell. And these pine cones were gnawed to death. I didn't know that chi chipmunks ate pine cones. Well, I don't I didn't That either. must be a thing, too. So it you learn be. something new every day. Was there so, a chipmunk in there? There was no chipmunk at no. the moment. It was just his leftovers. It was the I leftovers, guess. right. So Which I, then, I'm, I'm did they end dying. up on the in the parking lot, JJ? So, so like when yeah, the guy as pulls I'm pulling away, out, I look back over my shoulder, and there's a pile of half-eaten <laughs> pine cones and nuts just laying in a pile in the parking lot in front of this guy's truck. It was pretty hilarious. But what's going on with me and wildlife the last couple of days? I'm afraid to leave my house today. I came <laughs> yeah, home and made really. sure my windows were locked. JJ and Joanne, mornings, 104.3 WOMC. Tom Cruise can be a little passionate. I think we learned that from his appearance on Oprah Winfrey that time he was jumping <laughs> yeah. up and down on the couch, right? The guy's animated. Very true. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, in real life, apparently, it uh, doesn't hold anything back either. He was P.O.'d on the set of Mission Impossible 7. Apparently, there were a couple of workers. I don't know if they were actors or just, uh, you know, crew members is what or, they said. Yeah. Who were not social distancing. They broke COVID protocols. Correct. And there are strict COVID protocols on the sets. Right. This is like the first movies. major movie that right. I could think of that is back filming after they were shut down for like everyone else for so long. Yes. And now they're back yep. filming this movie. And so basically, all eyes are on them, right? Like, yes. If they can do it, if they can work, if, if they can prove that it's able to be done in the movie industry, I think Safely. you'll see more yeah. and more start to come back. And when 
when these two little crew members <laughs> broke mm. the rules. Old he Tab Cruise went, went off. Ballistic. The It's understood. What do you think? I, uh, I, I understand. <laughs> I wouldn't break yes, protocol. Yes, sir. I'm sorry, that. sir. And you know, I, I know he could have delivered the message in perhaps a nicer way, but you know what? I mean, his passion for it, it comes from a good place. His passion about the people losing homes and losing jobs and, and, and this is employing people. And I mean, I he, he makes Listen, some very, very good points. I don't blame him. Hold on. I don't. Tom's got a whole church to take care of, okay? All those Scientologists out there, you've got to take care of them all. (laughs) I just thought he was a little short with them. Well, yeah, without a doubt. (laughs) You think, oh, God, why does it always take me long to get your jokes? JJ, turn it. (laughs) JJ and Joanne, 104.3 WOMC. There is breaking sports news on the J.J. and Joanne Show this morning. Joining us live, the Senior Executive Vice President of Sports Emeritus, Tony Ortiz. What's up, guys? Good morning. Morning. Hold on, hold on, Jim. J.J., he's wondering what the breaking news is since this news came out yesterday. (laughs) It's just breaking because we're just talking about it. Joanne, why you got to break the fourth wall? (laughs) I mean, have you ever heard heard of radio? Cold water over (laughs) a more wacky morning show bit? You've been mean enough to me this morning. Back off. Mean? Tony, Tony, Chris Spielman, Barry Sanders, come on. Tell us, fill us in on the big news. Well, the big one's going to be Chris Spielman. He's going to serve as the advisor to uh, team president Rod Wood and to owner Sheila Fordham as they go in search of a head coach and a GM. Once that's done, he'll shift into a different advisory role for Wood and Fordham, and he'll probably do other things within the organization. Believe me, his job as advisor will not overlap with the next GM and the next head coach. So I think that's important to clarify. As for Barry Sanders, he's going to be part of the advisory committee that is going to also talk about possible candidates to be head coach and GM. Sanders, though, has been a part of the Lions organization now for the last couple of years. He's an ambassador. He's done things for them, both online and and television commercials. So, you know, Sanders has been back. It's good to see Chris Spielman back, though, no doubt about it. There were those uh, immediately after the firing a couple of weeks ago that suggested Chris Spielman to be Mm -hmm. the next general manager. But I'm scratching my head. What kind of background would Chris Spielman have uh, to give him the kind of chops to be a GM and manage? And you know what? He addressed that in the news conference, J.J. He basically said, look, he does not have the desire to be a GM for the simple fact he doesn't know enough. And he admitted this. He doesn't know enough about the job to be an effective GM. That was impressive to me because a lot of times people will talk over their heads 
and talk about things that they don't know, but they feel like they have to know. And Chris Mm -hmm. Fieldman said, look, I'm just not ready to be a GM yet. Advisory role is perfect for him. So that means that the next GM won't be Chris Fieldman. I think that's a good move, too. Yeah. Hey, uh, I understand that uh, Jim Nance is going to be joined in the booth by Elmo for an upcoming uh, NFL game. What do I? What do you know about that, Tio? Uh, you know what? I don't have the words to properly convey my disgust at the fact that Nickelodeon is going to put googly eyes on players and have CGI slime in the end zone when they simulcast an AFC wildcard game next month. And the words that I do have will probably get us all thrown off the air by the FCC. So let me say it this way. Okay. It is one of the dumbest ideas I've heard in my lifetime, and I've lived a long time. Period. Okay, They're actually going to be so using much? slime. Why do I hate it so much? Because yeah. it's gimmicking up something that doesn't need to be gimmicked up. Look, if you're seven or eight years old, great. I'm glad you're going to enjoy that. No problem. But if you're the NFL, you're not interested in seven and eight year olds. They I can't know you spend money. The game with young people, but come on, it's uh, no. Just yeah, no. but that is their point to try to attract younger kids to like to like the sport, right? That's why it's they're called doing indoctrination. This. Right. right. But, here's the, but here's the thing. When I was seven or eight, I grew up actually playing the game and watching the game and learning about the game. Yeah. I yeah. didn't need SpongeBob between the, the goalposts to get me interested in football. <laughs> Sorry. Not my. No. Give kids a chance to enjoy the game and learn the game. You don't have to dumb it down for them with Nickelodeon characters. Yeah. Well, you know, as enough. long as you're in a passionate mood this morning, T.O., what are your <laughs> thoughts on this? Because we put a poll up on our Facebook page and we've been discussing this morning. Die Hard, Christmas movie or not a Christmas movie? Really? This is a question? Die Hard is absolutely a Christmas movie. In fact, my wife and son will attest to this. Every Christmas Eve at the Ortiz household, I put on Die Hard. (laughs) There you are, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe not the final word, but certainly a definitive one. Oh, no, it's Mm. the final word. We're convinced it's the final word. Die Hard's a Christmas movie. We'll let you get Breaking back to SpongeBob, T.O. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> JJ, Joanne, Jason, good morning. The Motor City is listening to JJ and Joanne, 104.3 WOMC. This is kind of fun. I, you know, sorry, apologies to Tony Ortiz, but, you know, thinking about this marriage between Nickelodeon and the NFL is uh, really pretty amazing. And I mentioned that... Uh, Jim Nance with Elmo in the yeah, broadcast the booth, booth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. would be a very interesting thing. And matter of fact, we have their audition for it. Yeah, hello, friends. Jim Nance here. It's Wild Card Weekend, and I'd like to bring in my partner in the booth. It's not Romo. It's Elmo. Hi, Jim. Hi, boys and girls. What do you think the kids out there should know about today's game? Well, kids, Elmo thinks you're going to hear your dad say a lot of naughty words today. Better not repeat them at daycare or you'll be in trouble. Well, that's for sure. And who do you like in today's matchup? Well, Jim, Elmo likes the Chiefs. They have the same colored uniforms as Elmo. And Patrick Mahomes looks likely to repeat as MVP. Elmo likes Patrick Mahomes, too, because his hair looks like he could be a Muppet, just like Elmo. (laughs) JJ and Joanne, 104.3 WOMC. I know, Joanne, sometimes you think we're a little mean to you, but it's not being mean. It's it's just, we love you, and it's just funny. It's a funny little thing. 
because sometimes you're just a little off with the rim shots when it comes well, to jokes. And my experience with you in that regard came not on this show, but the, your previous show. And there was some dad joke that took you. I, I know days what it is. No, no. To get. It did not take me days. And I'm going to tell you what the joke is. I ordered a chicken and an egg on Amazon. I'll let you know. Okay. 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 I guarantee yeah. you some people driving or listening right now are going, wait a minute. It's going to take them five seconds, 10 seconds, a minute to figure that one out. It not did sure. take me a little. Yes. It took you three days. It, it did not. It was the next guys. day. It did not. I didn't. Ugh, whatever. Three hours. Okay. So. So yesterday, and we started the show off this morning off the air laughing our asses off like we, Jason said he hasn't laughed that hard since he was a little girl. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we weren't on the air at the time. Because yesterday I sent Joanne this little, this great little meme. And it's a picture of a keyboard with a little stick character. And it says where astronauts uh, go to relax, hang out, yeah. And he's popped up between the letter keys and the space bar. And on the space bar, there are a couple of, like, stick figure cocktail glasses. So I sent it to Joanne wondering how long it would take her to get it. So she didn't respond yesterday. It was late in the show. So this morning, I said, she says, oh, I finally saw your little meme you sent me yesterday. And I said, how long did it take you to get it? And she said, oh, I got it around 11 o'clock. <laughs> so when you, <laughs> not I when you got the message. How long did it take By you the to way, get the joke? It only took me three seconds to get the joke. Dad jokes, some of these things take a couple of seconds. But we'd had a little delay with Messenger, and I thought that's what you meant. Big jerks. Whatever. <laughs> All right, I, I know, you enough time. Me. Hit the rim shot now. <laughs> Joanne. I need one. Timing is everything. <laughs> JJ and Joanne Mornings, Detroit's greatest hits. 104.3 WOMC. This story really could have uh, ended a lot worse than it ultimately did. Uh, involving an apparent knife attack on a woman. Whoa. What? The what father happened? of the woman... Hurriedly reported to the authorities uh, just a couple of weeks ago that his daughter had sent him a text saying she was being stabbed. Oh, my gosh. gosh. The police officers dispatched to the residence. The father had given the address of the daughter's residence. They show up only to find out that it was a big misunderstanding. She had texted her father actually that she was being swabbed. She wasn't oh. feeling well and went to have the COVID-19 test. Oh. And when her father asked her where she was, what she was doing, and she texted back, I'm being stabbed because it auto-corrected from oh. swabbed to stabs to stabbed. He, again, dispatched the police, all's well, it ends well. But here is the kicker to the story as far as I'm concerned. Okay. He calls the police and he indicated that his daughter was being stabbed, possibly by a live-in boyfriend. <laughs> so he totally threw the boyfriend no. under the bus. I guess you know where the boyfriend stands with the dad. <laughs> oh my gosh. I Nobody's good enough make... for my little girl. Yeah. Christmas dinner's going to be a little awkward, don't you think? Oh, yeah. I'd say, oh, oh my gosh, that is great. And then there are the times, you guys, where there's a text that you wish there would have been autocorrect. I read one lately that said, I'm in the hospital. And the person goes, you okay? Yeah, I had a car tack arrest. 
person goes, you mean a cardiac arrest? No, my doctor said car tack arrest. (laughs) The person goes, I think they meant cardiac. (laughs) What's a cardiac? (laughs) It means heart. Oh, yeah, that would make more sense. Oh, Oh, my goodness. That happens to me so often with misspelled words because when I text on my phone, I use um, a swipe keyboard type of emotion, right? I don't, because I I just use the swipe. It's so much quicker for me. But because it's quicker, I make more mistakes. And I'm always sending a text and then I read it, which I should always read them before I send, but I always like, yeah, I got to send. And then I look at it after I send. I'm like, oh my God. Then I have to send corrections. (laughs) Proofreading is apparently a lost art in this day. Lost on me. I I just tried on getting swabbed, by the way. Maybe they've updated their autocorrect because it didn't change it to stabbed this time. All right. All right. Let me see if it does that for me too, because that's hilarious. It's safe. Maybe they learned Getting... their lesson. Yep, doesn't you know even what else come is up. weird? You know what else hmm. is weird? People who talk to text? I do that. Oh, my husband, okay. Eric, all the time. Yes, but what if the TV's on in the background? And all of a sudden, yeah. your phone's getting the conversation from the TV mixed up with yours, and it creates well, if hilarious your too loud. Yeah, I guess it'll hilarious pick it up. Text. But uh, it I, just, I just, you guys, I just type getting swabbed on the text here <laughs> instead of writing getting it wrote grinder swabbed and i'm like grinder <laughs> i don't even have grinder <laughs> lesson learned folks just be careful all right when you send just uh, check exactly proofread read it for a second first yeah before you hit send thank you stay connected 24 7 with jj and joanne on instagram twitter and facebook 1043 WOMC.